0: Hello and welcome to EPCenter. My name is Camilla Foy, and today I talk to Mr. Brad Levy, the co-founder and event director of Epilepsy Awareness Day at Disneyland. In this episode, he provided information about the event, such as different resources available there, and activities. Before we get into the episode, I will provide a little insight as to what Epilepsy Awareness Day at Disneyland is. It is an annual event in California, specifically in the Disneyland Convention Center. This year it will occur on October 30th to 31st and admission is free to guests. You just need to sign up on the website to get your tickets. If you would like more information about the event, there is a QR code at the bottom of the screen here for you to scan and it will stay up throughout the entire video. And if you are on any of my other listening platforms, I will have a link inside my RSS feed and on YouTube, there is a link inside the description of the video. Remember, if you would like to attend, you can go to the website and tickets are free. You just need to RSVP to go to the event. Now, without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Buddy, I'm Brad Levy from Epilepsy Awareness Day at Disneyland. We run what has become the largest gathering of epilepsy patients and professionals anywhere in the world. This year, our expo will be on October 30th and 31st, and our day at Disneyland on November 1st, and we are gearing up for the biggest event ever, looking at about 6,000 epilepsy supporters attending the expo.
0: What is the mission of Epilepsy Awareness Day?
1: We try to bring um, all families who are searching for better care, more resources, um, things that are missing along their epilepsy journey, and we try to get those families to attend. And then at the same time, we try to bring all those resources into the building uh, for those families. So we're really trying to advocate for better care, and get everybody the education that they need that they don't always get during their short doctor's appointments.
0: And how did the idea of epilepsy awareness
1: day come to be? So um, I'm also a parent of a child who had seizures for five years. And then we were lucky enough to get the miracle of brain surgery um, from Dr. Gary Mathern at UCLA. And i um, Shortly after her surgery, when we were on the road to seizure freedom, he came up with the idea that we should do a community awareness event and give back to the community. So that first year, it started with um, us connecting with some folks at Disney who helped us to plan a fun day in the park. So we started on social media and started marketing and trying to gather up epilepsy families We ordered a bunch of purple T-shirts with a logo on the front and, of course, Mickey Mouse. Um, We hung out in front of the Disneyland Park one day, passing out those T-shirts, and we had 875 friends show up. And that was the very first Epilepsy Awareness Day Uh, at that event. Towards the end of the day. We met um, we met a young lady who approached us and told us what a great day we had created and what a nice event it was. She was really feeling the warmth. Um, and then she basically scolded me for not having an educational component and giving the family something to take away after the fun day at Disneyland. So I scratched my head, and before I could come up with a solution, she introduced herself. That's the famous Dr. Deborah Holder, um, who had just moved to California to take over uh, being the chief of Children's Hospital Los Angeles, Um, and she was very familiar with patient education. She has been supporting epilepsy camps her whole career, and she volunteered to help me launch the first Epilepsy Expo. So our second year of Epilepsy Awareness Day was the first expo. Um, and that was a tiny little room in a hotel. We had a bunch of people show up, three doctors gave talks. Um, and that thing has just grown from then to what it is now. This year, we will have 32 level four epilepsy centers at the expo. Right. We have over 200 doctors, 80 presentations, Um as well as a full-day program on research and clinical trials and a full two days of um, everything you ever wanted to know about epilepsy surgery. So it's become a pretty solid educational opportunity for families.
0: And what year did it start?
1: This event was in 2013, and the first expo was 2014. So this is our 11th year.
0: Wow. That's grown certainly a lot from a hotel room
1: to literally just a whole entire it has. expo. This year we will be having, uh, the expo will be in a 120,000 square foot space. And then we have another 60,000 square feet of private meeting space so that we can offer opportunities for some of the groups that attend to gather their independent community and have their own little meetings within our meeting. So this will be the first year that we are co-hosting the Day of Dravet with the Dravet Syndrome Foundation. Um, There is a big LGS awareness gathering. The Danny Did Foundation has a gathering. Um, and several other groups will be having their own meeting within the meeting. So we are basically taking every square foot of Disney property that's available and pouring epilepsy into it.
0: And I know you're just mentioning the groups and different doctors that you can see. But what else, if a family wants to attend epilepsy, i day, say, can they expect to see at the expo?
1: So as far as resources, we do have all of the patient advocacy people from all of the epilepsy medications that are currently on the market. We also have about 15 new pharmaceutical companies there giving information on meds that are still in the clinical trial phase so that people know what to look forward to and maybe even get involved in that clinical trial. They may have a family member who qualifies for the testing and and gets the new medication before it comes to commercial. So there's a lot of that. Um, We have a few seizure dog training companies, one of them specifically we've been working with since the first day of the event, um, and that's Little Angel Service Dogs, and they are doing uh, training and demonstration on seizure dogs all day, both days. That is a huge draw. Everybody wants to go see the seizure dogs work, Um, and they also bring their breeding program so there are puppies not yet in training available for petting. That's always the best part, petting the puppies. Um, but then we have every other resource that a family with epilepsy would need. We have all of the seizure devices and watches that will set an alarm if you should have a seizure. Um, we have multiple surgical machines and robots. Um, there are a few surgical robots now. They all attend. Um Neuromodulation is a big part of the epilepsy world now. So that's uh, electricity, electrical currents that stop seizures. There are different implants that are used now. They are all in attendance Um And a bunch of nonprofit support and advocacy groups like the Epilepsy Alliance of America that are there to meet families, take them under their wing, get them the resources that they need, get them into support groups, whatever they're needing to complete their journey and make it a smoother path to seizure freedom. We try to bring that into the event.
0: Mm -hmm. And the expo lasts about two days.
1: The expo is all day Monday and Tuesday, October 30 and 31, and then on Wednesday is the day at Disneyland where everybody just shows up to the park. Um we have our event shirts that everybody wears and if you know anybody looks at our gallery on the epilepsyawarenessday.org page, the gallery is full of really warm and and beautiful photos of huge groups of purple t-shirts and then small little groups throughout the park um it just seems like a very safe environment that if you are wearing a purple shirt you are basically safe to approach and talk to so many families uh especially with the help now of instagram and facebook Um, And other social media, FaceTiming, Um, people are making long term, lifelong friends at this event. Basically, I cry for three days. It's very emotional. We love making these connections. Uh, We have a family traveling in this year from Ireland. And they reached out in advance to tell us that their child has a rare genetic disorder. It's called Javon syndrome. And it is a specific type of epilepsy uh, that is linked to a, this eye flutter type of a seizure. And they're not finding any help in the UK. They've really searched hard, very well-educated parents, and they just cannot get help. So they are coming out to the event um, where they are going to Um, First of all, they are going to have their first ever overnight EEG monitoring, which they don't have that offered to them where they live in, in Ireland. Um, This poor child's been treated for four or five years now with a 10 minute EEG as her only diagnostic tool. And that's not really effective. So she's coming in a day early. We're going to run overnight EEG monitoring on her. And then we're going to have our epileptologist get that report out overnight while he's at Disneyland. So that on the second day of the expo, they will be meeting with four nationally recognized specialists here in the U.S. that are going to all have a talk with the family about what their suggestions would be regarding getting that Jay Vaughn syndrome managed and checking out her EEG and seeing what remarks and comments they might be able to advise her on. Um, And then, so she's getting an intensive education and a really good, uh, medical intervention while they're here on vacation and going to Disneyland. So things like that, we we really love to do. Um, anybody who does plan on attending the event and has specific needs, they should definitely make the effort of reaching out to me in advance. You can always email me at brad at epilepsyawarenessday.org. And if you are looking for something and you are attending the expo, I will... Almost guarantee that I can find you some help and get you connected with somebody at at the expo who can help.
0: And my last question for you: I know we kind of discussed the mission of epilepsy awareness day, but what is the goal of the expo altogether?
1: Well, the goal is obviously I I need to enlighten people and get them educated. We know that you know on the average you're spending about ten minutes, fifteen minutes with your doctor when you go in and see him for a follow up visit and you tend to not have questions formulated until your drive home. That's when it hits you. Oh, I forgot to ask him if we should change our diet. I forgot to ask him, what do I do in case we have a seizure and we're at home and we don't wanna go to the hospital. I forgot to ask him, when do we change the dose on the medication? So we like to be able to get people a more informal environment Um, And a lot more interaction with doctors who are gracious enough to volunteer their days and come and stand around at the expo behind a folded table and, and answer questions and interact with families. I think the doctors really love it. They don't have the pressure of the time clock that they're under when they're in clinic. You know, in clinic, they've got, you know, 20 patients lined up, seven hours to do it in. Time is very precious to them. But when they come to the expo in their jeans and tennis shoes, as opposed to their white lab coat, they don't look at the watch. They don't look at the clock. If you have questions, they will sit with you and answer your questions. And and that's the piece that we've been able to deliver, which is what makes this expo special. You can come and see doctors that you've read about on the internet and you never thought you could ever see But now you're sitting with them at Disneyland having a conversation, trying to, you know, get better care for someone in your family.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on today.
1: Thank you for having me. And I hope to see you guys all at the Expo.